what's up? I'm Amanda Costco, and you're listening to the Electric Runway Podcast, a podcast exploring the intersection of fashion and technology. Thanks so much for tuning in. Today is our last episode before we break for the holiday season, and I'm so glad to be bringing the conversation back to local retailers with a conversation with Anjali of Pixed. Pixed is a software that leverages machine learning to help users find similar items at local boutiques in the area. It's so nice to end the year on a conversation that's all about home and shopping local. This year on the Electric Runway podcast, we've spoken to entrepreneurs around the globe who are change makers in their own right. We've taken you all the way to Paris to find the perfect pair of shoes, as well as to California to learn more about your first virtual in-store assistant. We've learned from companies and startups working to make the industry more equitable and inclusive, as well as designers experimenting with new materials and manufacturing processes to fashion a new, more sustainable future. So without further ado, on to our last episode of 2017, a conversation with Anjali of Pixed. So Anjali, welcome to the show. Thanks. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. So for those who don't know, what is Pixed? So Pixed is a visual search app that allows users to take a picture of any item of clothing and they can find similar pieces located in New York City boutiques actually located nearby. So what we do is that we help make retailers inventory discoverable by shoppers who may be looking for something a little unique and a little different than the typical pieces that are offered at the retail giants. Okay, so walk me through the experience as a user. I'm going to go to the App Store. I'm going to download the Pixed app. And what's going to happen? Right. So you'll download the app, you know, open it up on your phone. And the first thing you'll see is that you'll see three intro screens that basically tell you what to expect. So, you know, the concept is just simply in three steps. Take a picture, find a feed of similar pieces that are located in these boutiques nearby, and select one item that you're interested in. And, you know... That's really the flow of the app. You know, it opens up after these intro screens on a camera screen. You can point it at literally anything, you know, something in your closet, something your friend is wearing. And our algorithm will work and work to find similar pieces that are actually located in these stores nearby. And once, you know, you have your feed of these similar recommendations, you can filter on price, you know, distance, a bunch of different factors And then, you know, you can tap on the certain item that speaks to you the most and then actually map the location so you can see how far away the store actually is to go check it out for yourself. Very cool. Will it take an input from an Instagram screenshot? If I screenshotted my favorite Instagram fashion influencer, will it be able to read that? Yeah, so it will definitely read screenshots. Our app is not currently connected to Instagram. So what you'll have to do is take a screenshot of, you know, something on Instagram, Facebook, anything on your phone and, you know, upload it via our upload functionality on the camera screen. So it really allows you to use any type of image content as an input and then your machine algorithms go to work in finding me something similar. So it saves me the time and hassle of having to run around (laughs) to different stores looking for it or look search for it online. Right. That's exactly right. Okay. And so we've seen a lot of apps try to dominate the visual search category in fashion. What do you think makes picks different? Yeah, so the biggest thing that makes us stand out from the crowd is that we partner exclusively with these small, unique boutiques that are actually located in the New York City area. 
you know, I've personally visited each one of the stores that we host inventory on our app from, and we've picked them because we really want to encourage our users to support local businesses while still finding interesting, unique pieces that speak to their sense of style. And our selection of what we show users really encourages individuality and expression. You know, anybody can really just walk into a Macy's or a Nordstrom and just buy a black shirt. You know that that can happen. That's not a surprise. But with Pixed, we really encourage our users to find these interesting, new, fun boutiques that they may never have heard about before. And, you know, we help them create connections with these local small businesses. So for listeners, because it's a podcast, let's walk them through the experience. So let's say I follow Taylor Swift and I love the jacket that she's wearing. I take a picture of it and then you're going to help me find it, but with a more localized approach. Do I have that correct? That is exactly right. Yes. Okay. So you're leveraging machine learning to do this, correct? Yes, we are. Basically, our the core focus of our app is centered around machine learning and computer vision. So, you know, we really wanted to figure out a better way for users to search for items that they're really interested in. And, you know, it's, it's not a new concept, but, you know, we take the user's intent to purchase and translate it into an image. But really, one of the best ways that, you know, we can create a better search platform is to show users items that they have indicated interest in. Like image recognition is just such a a much more elegant method to show users items that they're interested in as opposed to kind of a text text keyword search. And you're located in New York and you're starting with the boutiques in New York, but do you have plans to expand outside? Definitely. Once we kind of nail down our New York ecosystem, since, you know, every city just has such a diverse number of boutiques, different neighborhoods, different vibes in each one of the neighborhoods. Once we kind of nail that down, we really do want to expand to different urban centers to start, you know, San Francisco, L.A., Chicago, Austin, you know, you name it and kind of go nationwide from there. Very cool. So we know that with artificial intelligence, we know that AI is only as good as the data and the algorithms that are put in. So where are you getting your data points from and how do you keep these up to date so that users aren't getting shown an item that's no longer for sale or that's out of stock? How are you managing all of this on the back end? Definitely. So as far as the data and algorithms, we have trained our machine learning algorithm on, you know, thousands, if not like about 100,000 images, open sourced fashion images from all around the world. You know, we also just took pictures at home, had professional photos taken just of every single piece of clothing you could possibly imagine and then just, you know, tag them in order to feed that into our algorithm so that we could really recommend the best results to the right person at the right time. And in terms of keeping the inventory up to date, what we do is that we are actually building out partnerships with each one of these small localized boutiques. And we have a patent pending way of actually feeding in their inventory that's, you know, lying in the store and feeding it into our back end. You know, on a cadence of every week or so, we get a feed from the retailer and we update it in our app on the front end so that users are able to see, you know, okay, so, you know, maybe a week ago I searched for a shirt and I know it was located at Boutique A, you know, a block away from me. A week later, you know, you might get an alert that says, hey, you know, that's not that's out of stock, but we have some other new ones that we can show you based on our feed from retailers. So you're making sure that what you show customers is always new and relevant. 
That's right. Yes. Very cool. So what did you learn about style when you were putting all this data together? Did you learn that, you know, there's certain key pieces that women want to have in their closets? Any insights that surprised you? Definitely. So I think the most interesting thing to me was really seeing how uniquely each individual person likes to shop. And it really was just so fascinating to me because, you know, I have friends who used the app when it was in beta and, you know, they used it to go find that one statement piece that really stuck out to them. And it was, you know, they had a magazine ad as a mode of inspiration, but they really wanted to go hunt down something kind of similar to it because they felt like that would kind of just pull their whole wardrobe together. I have a lot of other friends, for example, who love using the app to find more of those basic staple pieces, but still located in those interesting boutiques that, you know, they may never have heard about before. So I think the most interesting thing that I've really learned is just everybody is so different about how they approach fashion. And, you know, everybody loves to find new ways to express their own individuality and own sense of, you know, being unique. Yeah. And I mean, the ways we consume fashion is now so fractured, right? Like there used to be just magazines. Now we have access to runway shows on YouTube and Instagram is a huge source of inspiration and Pinterest as well. So there's lots of visual content out there. It's really interesting to see a company that is translating that into, you know, a reality for many shoppers and then pairing it with local retailers inventory. So it's very, very interesting from a business perspective, but I wanted to ask, what is your your business model. So how is Pix actually making money? Yeah, so we actually partner with all of these local boutiques that I've been talking about in New York. And, you know, we host their inventory on our application, take care of the entire onboarding process for them. And our business model is based off of every incremental sale that we actually bring into the boutique, we take a small commission. So, you know, what's really really important to me and to the team is to find these unique stores and actually just help them get their inventory discovered. Because I think a lot of the time, you know, people don't really know what's sitting in a, you know, a store down the street from them. And there's increasing research that people have, you know, been sharing that just talks about how users want a more personalized tech-enabled in-store shopping experience. So we want to make sure that we are actually providing value to each one of our boutiques, which is why we just take a small commission off of each sale that we bring in. Very cool. And so your app can actually make it really easy for people to find dupes or imitations of a designer piece of clothing. So what would you say to those who'd say that you're actually facilitating or promoting knockoffs? Yeah, so that is just, you know, not really at all what we do. We what we do is that we encourage originality and we want to help our users find their own niche and mode of expression in the, you know, sometimes confusing world of fashion. You know, the results that come up on our app are just not knockoffs. They are original pieces by the designer or boutique that we've partnered with. And the way that our algorithm works is such that we suggest pieces that are close enough to what the user took a picture of, but our algorithm also allows enough variance to show the user slight variations on the original. So this way we actually encourage our users to find their own place by expressing their originality while kind of using that original image as a starting point. Very good. So while Pixed is a consumer-facing app, you've been talking about how you offer advantages to retailers, mainly in spotlighting their offerings. So can you tell us more about why a retailer would want to sign on and perhaps some of the retailers that you're working with already? 
Definitely. So, you know, there are hundreds, if not thousands of boutiques in New York City. And these are, you know, oftentimes what we've found in our research, they're small mom and pop stores. You know, the store has been handed down from generation to generation. And, you know, those to really stand out from the competition and compete with the likes of the huge, you know, retail behemoths like Zara, Macy's, Nordstrom, to compete with all of these stores small stores really have to incorporate and bring in new technology to stay ahead of the curve. And the trouble that we found is that, you know, these small retailers really do just suffer from a lack of transparency around what's actually located in stores nearby. You know, a local boutique doesn't really have many options for marketing their store beyond the traditional social media and, you know, paid methods. So what we really want to do here is level that playing field by giving small boutiques the leg up they often need and finding new customers, being digitally enabled and sharing the story behind their stores with our users. Yeah, it's so important to help those small retailers right now. And often they are the trendsetters, you know, like big retailers are copying what these retailers are curating to begin with. So when you talk about giving credit where credit is due, I think that often it's overlooked how much these retailers are actually contributing to culture. Would you agree? I completely agree. It's so funny that you bring that up because I was just reading the other day about, you know, a massive suit against Zara who, you know, they basically were found to be ripping off small designers, different designs on clothing, you know, small accessories, you know, you name it. And this is a practice that is unfortunately condoned with a lot of not not all stores, but a lot of larger stores. They kind of rip off the trend setting small boutiques. And it's really sad to me that, you know, a lot of people don't really know about these small hidden gems. And what we really want to do is, as I said, you know, give them a leg up, help level the playing field and get their stories, get their brand and get their pieces out there. Yeah. So on the one hand, your your partners, your allies with the retailers, but then for the customer, they're not going to be walking down the street in the same, you know, Zara dress that everybody else has because they're getting a more curated and personal and local view of fashion. Exactly, exactly. And that's, again, that's kind of something that in our research, we have increasingly found shoppers are aching for that personal connection with, you know, when they're when they're shopping, they really want to feel connected to the piece, they want to feel connected to the store. And, you know, oftentimes, you don't really get that if you're shopping at, you know, large enterprise retailers, especially in New York City. So to really stand out from the crowd, it helps to kind of know where the smaller, more trend setting small boutiques are. And we really want to help our consumers find that too. Very cool. Yeah, I kind of, now that you're describing the app more, because I obviously haven't used it yet, but now that you're describing it, I kind of am thinking about it like that trendy friend in your pocket that knows all the cool stores to go shop at and can take you on a kind of local tour and explore culture through clothing. That's how I'm thinking of it. <laughs> So on your homepage, you have a quote from Vivian Westwood that says, buy less, choose well, make it last. I really like this quote. And so there's kind of an undertone of anti-consumerism here, which is strange from an app that enables people to shop. So I'm wondering, why did you choose this quote? Yeah, it's a great question. This is one of my absolute all-time most favorite quotes. And we picked it because... At its core, what Pixed is, it's not just a shopping app. We don't just want to enable shoppers to shop. We want to enable them to shop smarter. 
And our hope is that if shoppers are provided a more strategic tool with which to target their shopping, while connecting shoppers with clothing pieces from local businesses will actually make it easier for shopping to be more efficient and more personable. So as I said, you know, we enable people to shop smarter. We want to provide that personal connection with users that allows them to feel connected to a small store while also, you know, discouraging kind of the fast fashion waste that comes from shopping at these huge stores, you know, that a lot of people in New York City do. So a lot of these small stores, what I love about meeting with them and talking to the owners and talking to the lead designers is that you really get a, you know, you feel the connection that these designers and owners have to their store and to the pieces. You know, oftentimes a lot of these pieces are designed, you know, with love, with very responsible use of materials. And, you know, a lot of people I think will want to, given the chance and given the knowledge of where these small stores are, a lot of people will want to, you know, have this opportunity to shop in a more, you know, respectful, localized way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The reason I asked is because the conversations that I'm hearing in the industry are moving towards sustainability. And we've also been hearing a lot about capsule wardrobes lately and this idea of having less, but having, you know, having few pieces that really represent you rather than having a ton of stuff from H&M that everyone else has having fewer but better pieces. So yeah, hopefully picks will help people to do that in the future. Because I think that is the future of fashion. I hope it is anyways. I hope so too. I really do. Because I think that's kind of, it makes it more fun to kind of shop that way too. It makes it more of a holistic, more fun way of kind of getting in touch with not only local businesses, but expressing yourself as well. I think so. And so as someone working at the intersection of fashion and technology, what do you think fashion can learn from tech? Yeah, I think technology really enables us to be able to connect with each other and make personal connections easy and efficient. And I think to many, fashion can be very individualized and personalized. But, you know, large companies in the retail world really do, unfortunately, run the risk of quashing a lot of individuality with their trends towards, you know, selling fast fashion. I think that fashion really needs to learn and enable these small niche personalized connections. And then I'll turn the question on its head. What do you think technology can learn from fashion? Yeah, I mean, I think fashion as a discipline, you know, does a really great job of making itself seem fun, approachable and creative. Technology can sound, you know, slightly intimidating to people who haven't delved too deeply into it. You know, I remember when I first started this company about a year ago, I was learning a lot about machine learning and I was trying to figure out how to best utilize machine learning in our application. And I knew it was going to be an integral part of how we achieved our goals, but I don't have a tech background. I had to learn a lot about what machine learning is, learn about computer vision. And for me, having a real concrete use in mind for this new technology really, you know, made the process of learning about it so incredibly exciting. And I think fashion is really a tangible, creative method of expressing yourself. And to really get people more interested in tech, you know, we need to find ways to show everybody the real world applications that like an abstract idea of technology can really be put towards. And so in your research, looking at machine learning and fashion industry, what do you see as the future for this? We see lots of people pointing to this space as an area that, you know, could develop more. But as someone who's been researching this for a year, where do you see it all heading? 
Yeah, I mean, machine learning in particular is, I mean, I, I don't want to over claim this, but I mean, it's basically probably one of the strongest technologies we have right now, just because, you know, for people who don't know, machine learning is basically, you know, teaching a computer how to execute on tasks that a human may find easy, but are hard for a computer. So for example, how we use it in PIXT is that we've trained our algorithm on, you know, thousands and thousands of data points, images, really to teach the computer how to recognize different pieces of clothing and how to recognize different aspects of those pieces of clothing. So when you think about it, it's really just getting down into the nitty gritty, into the granular details of all of these different data points to really, you know, help people find what they're really looking for. So, I mean, AI and machine learning and computer vision and all this stuff is frankly, you know, it is the next wave of fashion technology. You know, people, you can use it in stores to really make the in-store shopping experience that much more personable, that much more efficient. You know, you can use machine learning to learn about data points about the people who are shopping at your stores and help make recommendations more easy and again, more efficient. So there's really no cap to where you can take this technology. And I think fashion is honestly one of the best spaces for this, these innovations right now. Very good. And so final question for you, how can people follow PIXT and stay in touch with what you're doing? Yeah. So one of the best ways is to just register on our site. That's PIXTFashion.com. You know, you can enter in your email and we will shoot out notes when we launch and with other exciting updates as we go. And you can always follow us on Instagram. Handle is PIXTFashion. And if you have, you know, more of a private question, people can definitely email us. And our email is info at PIXTFashion.com. Great. And that's P-I-X-T fashion.com. Anjali, thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much, Amanda. It was such a pleasure speaking with you. That's it for my conversation with Anjali of Pixed, and that's it for our podcast for 2017. What did you love from this year? What do you want to hear about next year? You can always tweet me. I'm at Amanda Kosko or tweet the program at electric underscore runway. For videos on the future of fashion, we invite you to follow Electric Runway on YouTube. We are so thankful to all of our guests who took the time to be on the show this year. A huge thank you to Joanne as well, our first ever intern at Electric Runway who came all the way from Copenhagen to be a part of our team. Thank you so much. She helped incredibly with the podcast. And a big thank you to you as well, our listeners, for tuning in and taking the time to be curious about the next chapter of our clothing as well as the next chapter of our humanity. You'll be hearing from us in the new year with brand new episodes and guests. Until then, we wish you a very happy holiday season and all the best for 2018. Music from today's episode by Andrew Applepie.